Good evening, listeners, and welcome to another episode of The European One, part of the Eurotrips podcast network. You already know what we are here for, the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Conference League, if we have time. And we're getting into the big boy territory now, and quite frankly, we've got a lot to get through today. So we will start where it matters most. Before I forget, my guests are... The same as last time, Andy and Naeem, but I'm not going to ask them how they are because I've already asked them before the podcast started. So we'll crack on anyway. Champions League. Now, Manchester City bad RB Leipzig 7-0 with the freak that is Erlen Haaland netting five. Uh, all three Italian sides made it through without conceding a single goal. Andy's dream of a Liverpool comeback was short-lived as... <laughs> Now comfortably sailed through. Whilst last week Benfica ended Scott Parker's short spell at Club Rouge, Chelsea sneaked past Borussia Dortmund and Bayern dispatched PSG quite comfortably. Now, the draw was made today, and personally, I couldn't have asked for a better draw. One of Milan, Inter, Benfica or Napoli will make it to the final, and that is absolutely huge for any one of those clubs quite frankly they're all probably considered underdogs this season although historically Milan are one of the biggest and best teams in Champions League history but not of late and Benfica for those not familiar have got a curse on them of uh, of not winning European trophies so that might come to an end and then you've got Napoli who probably are the most informed team in Europe right now who are currently my favourites but that being said, the big four clubs of Real Madrid, Chelsea, Manchester City and Bayern will have to duel it out for a place in Istanbul. But I said many moons ago that I felt Napoli would win it. And today I'm that much more sure now. I believe their levels above Inter and Milan, the Serie A league table shows that. And whilst Benfica present an interesting challenge to all three of those clubs, I still think Napoli have enough to get by them as well. But I will go to Naeem, first of all, on his thoughts on the results we've seen and if he's changed his mind in terms of who he thinks may go on to win it. Yeah, so yeah, well, obviously with the, with the uh, second legs of the Champions League games, pretty, they pretty much went... The way you expected, really. Um, I didn't really expect Man City to score seven goals, but you know, German German teams they just seem to be getting bad at the moment. Apart from Bayern Munich, but they have got the pedigree in this competition, so um, that is what it is really. But I think I said Man City would go on to win it. I'm still going to stick by that, as I think they're going to be focusing more on this. But yeah. Um, like I said, yeah, most of the ties went went the way they did. It's good to see um, it's good to see the Italian teams doing good this season because years gone by they've not really done too well. It's only really been Juventus that have gotten to obviously finals. They've gotten to two, I believe, in the last ten years. Obviously, have lost them. So yeah, it could be like you said, Napoli are like the outside favourites. You know, they pretty much walked away the league. Um. They'll, they they pretty much they pretty much wrap it up in April I reckon and then yeah they can f- focus on the Champions League they're obviously playing Milan team that they know well AC Milan 
on paper the team isn't the greatest, so I think yeah, I think Napoli will go through and then yeah, be out of Benfica and Inter. But I do think Benfica will get to the semi-finals. Um, in at Milan, they don't really score many goals. Um, again, Porto, obviously they won one nil over the two legs, pretty much, pretty much part of the bus. Um, in the second leg, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see on that side of side of the draw, and then obviously Chelsea got Real Madrid once again. They must Real Madrid seems to keep playing these English teams all the time. Seems to always be either Man City, Liverpool, or Chelsea at the moment. So yeah, can, with Chelsea, it's the only thing they can really play for. So we'll have to see what happens there. Obviously, Graham Potter. This is obviously this is unheard territory for him. So. Yeah, we got to see what happens. Real Madrid got the heritage, so I'd probably say they will go through. Bayern Munich, Man City, that's going to be a good game, I reckon. Um, obviously, Pep against his old team, but it's kind of hard to say, really. I, I reckon, I reckon Man City will probably go through. You know, they dispatched of Leipzig pretty easily. Um, Harden scoring five goals. That's big. That's crazy, crazy to say, but. Nearly, obviously, nearly equal. Um, obviously, equal Messi's record of five goals in, in a in a Champions League game. Obviously, got either get taken off. So, yeah, I'll I'll say I'll still I'm still gonna go with Man City. Uh, just because obviously, you know, it's, it's, the times will come sooner or later, and you know they got to a final, uh, the final um, about two seasons ago. So, yeah, I'm gonna still stick with Man City, and yeah, this um yeah the tires are looking good at the moment. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting one for Manchester City just because I saw earlier on that they have to play Bayern away, then Brighton away Ooh. in six six days before they then face us in the league in oh. Arsenal. So that's a massive week for City. You know, two huge away games. Obviously, both you know have different tests. You know, Brighton is uh, notoriously difficult to get a result. And that could be very interesting to see how they approach those games, in particular with the game against us at the Etihad. So that could be very intriguing um, in terms of what they do there. Andy, we haven't heard from you yet. What's your thoughts on what we've seen and especially Liverpool's exit from the competition? Um. Yeah, I think for me, the word I'd use for that game against Madrid was, I think, outclassed. I think that Madrid are better in every every level, particularly, I think, second half especially, they were by far the better team. I think they really controlled the second half. I think there were moments in the first half where they looked a bit cheeky. You had the Nunes chance. You had, I think, there was a chance that fell to Jota, which he should have scored, which I think Jota would have scored the Jota of a year ago, a year and a half ago. So I think that, certainly, I think there was a point, maybe the first, 25 minutes of the game where you thought we got a chance here. And I think that certainly went into half-time nil-nil, thinking if we can get a goal early on second half, you'll need two more. Um, so I think there's definitely, you know, when he ended the first half, I was thinking we could do this still, well, there's a very small chance. But then I think second half came out and we didn't look like did anything really. Um, Surprise took off Darwin Nunes. I think he was, um, I think he was looking a threat and I think Gakpo was good as well. But I think overall, I think that you know personally, I'm sure you'll be you'll be you'll be saying the same thing about you guys coming up in Europa League. But I think that um, you know with our 
current issues and our you know our plights trying to get back in top four, I don't think it's the worst thing being knocked out. We had the same thing at to Madrid two years ago when we had that bad year. Ever since ever since we got knocked out of the Champions League, our forms picked up massively in the league. So I think that you know we we win we were never going to win the whole thing, and I think that you know it was a case where you know we just met our match, and once again it's Madrid knocking us out. I mean, the fifth year fifth year in a row. I'll, our seasons ended in the Champions League in Madrid, whether it's you know winning the final in Madrid or losing to Atletico and Real for the other five years. So um yeah, I think that you know we all dreamt before the game started that we could do this. There was always that sort of thinking. But in the end that they're there's a reason why they're European champions. Um and I think they're for me they're my pick to win it all now. Um I had them I had it down as a massive Real Madrid final, but of course that'll be what I think will happen in the semi-final. By the thing, Madrid, you know, I think Madrid are just such a good team all around, pound for pound. They're good everywhere. So I think that you can't really argue with it when you know the team they are. You can't really argue because we just know right now they're a much better team. But in terms of the other games, I think that you know I love the Graham Potter interview where he got caught. Or I think it was a Chelsea fans meetup. I want to say. Where mm. um you say we're going to win the effing Champions League, so I think that he's obviously got confidence. I don't think they got any chance against Real Madrid. I think Madrid are going to win that game. I think that'll be the most one. I think that'll be the most one-sided of the four games. I think Milan Napoli will be close. I think Benfica into Milan will be closer. I think City Bayern's for me the headline one. I think that's going to be such a great game. I'm really looking forward to that one. Um. I've not watched much of Italian football, particularly AC and Inter Milan and Napoli. Um, you obviously you watch a lot more than I have, Ryan. But remember, I did some commentary for Rolling Sports Media on Inter AC, and they didn't look great either of them. And I think they got lucky to a certain extent that you know they played the Spurs side which weren't performing, and um, Inter Milan played Porto. So I think that both those teams will. I think both those teams will go out. I can't see. Particularly AC, I think AC. I just can't see them beating Napoli. Inter on a day could be Benfica, but I I do like Benfica. That what they're doing at the moment. Um, I think they got a similar thing to Napoli in the sense that they could go into these quarterfinals or even semifinals if they win these games. Um, already won the league, or if not, all but won the league. So I think that that's the way I see. I think it will be a Benfica Napoli semi, and I think it will be a Real City once again semi final. Um, I do fancy Benfica to do it, you know. I got this feeling because you know, the year we won the league, we were lost, we were so many points clear at the time in the, in the Champions League game again when he played Atletico Madrid and we lost. So, I think that once in the Champions League has proved that the favorites hardly ever win it, City have not yet won it. Um, apart from the, the Barca years, Madrid years, fair enough, they were the favorites and they won it. But you know, you look at no one had Chelsea winning the Champions League two years ago. I don't think well, I don't think we were the favourite start of the season when we won the Champions League, and I think that um, it's very rare you see a team that you know that dominates the league actually win the Champions League. So I think that there's definitely a you know a case for a shock here. I think that whilst Napoli on paper have the best team, um, have, you could argue the third best team of the whole tournament uh, behind Bayern and City. Um, I think at the same time I think that that's the beauty of the Champions League is that it's a tournament that causes shocks, and I think that. You know, hoping they can break the curse. I quite like the club, Benfica. You know, we're going to be watching the Champions League semi-finals in Thailand together. So I think if they make it, I'll definitely bring my Benfica shirt. But I think that it's um, all around going to be very exciting. I think that City Bayern is a headline one for me. I think, yeah, I think it's just going to be a 
great game. But I think, you know, if AC Milan and Inter Milan win their games, we're being robbed of a great final. I think if them two teams make the final, Inter or AC, um, I think that'll be just one of the worst finals in years. But at the same time, how good would it be to have an Inter-AC semi-final? That would be just absolutely fantastic. That would be a real throwback to um, the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, you make some really interesting points because, especially on Benfica, because Roger Schmidt has done a brilliant job this year with, with Benfica. You know, they've got some dangerous players. And the fact that they've lost arguably their most important player in Enzo Fernandez in January, and yet they're still performing to such a high level just shows what a great job they're doing. And as you mentioned, them and Napoli are in similar scenarios. They're, they're both miles clear of the uh, chasing packs in, in their respective leagues. So they can both definitely afford to to rest the key players as um, the competition rolls further along. With Milan and Inter, at the moment, they're both so inconsistent. They're not winning games. You know, They're either drawing or losing at the moment. They're not picking up points and they would both need to turn their form drastically around if they're to have any chance of getting anywhere near the final quite frankly like you mentioned I would be very surprised if Milan did anything against Napoli and I feel like Benfica will be confident that they can get past in there as well it's an incredible opportunity for, for any of those clubs quite frankly so it's one that they shouldn't pass up because it's not often that they get them and yeah with the other four arguably the four big clubs in the competition. I think Chelsea is the weakest, without a doubt. They have picked up a little bit of form in recent weeks, but they're still nowhere near the level of Real Madrid, and I do agree there. I think that'll be a very one-sided first leg and second leg. Can't see Chelsea doing much there. Bayern, Manchester City is complete 50-50 for me, I think. It's so hard to call. Be interesting to see if Jao Cancelo plays as well against Man City. In the, in the way he left. I'd love nothing more than a, a last-minute winner from him. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's... I think it's, it's, it's up for grabs. You know, I mentioned a few weeks ago, I believe, uh, that Napoli were were around 9-1 to one to win the competition. And I checked today after the draw was made. They're now second favourites, which um, is very telling. So, that's definitely one to watch for. And they are still my, my team to go on and win the competition in what would be the greatest season probably in their history. Um, moving on to the Europa League. And last night we saw probably the, the biggest result of the, this round of fixtures, should we say, uh, Sporting, shock Arsenal, uh, winning on penalties to book a quarterfinal place against Juventus. And I don't know about Noeem, but I, for one, am very glad we're out of this bloody competition because it's hopefully the last time we see it for a very long time. We're not going to be in it next season. Um, and it's not it's not a prestigious European trophy to win, let's be honest. It's just a route back into the Champions League for most clubs. And, and, and Juventus could very well need that um, if they don't get their points reduction overturns but the only disappointment for me last night was that it went to penalties and we had to bring on so many first team players towards the end we got a few injuries with Tommy Asu and Saliba going off as well which doesn't help matters but thankfully after this weekend there is an international break so that will help with recoveries no doubt 
but yeah, it's it's a blessing in disguise, quite frankly. I didn't want to have to watch us play Juve home and away in between the fixtures against Liverpool and Manchester City. You know, we haven't got the squad depth for for that just this season. So, you know, we're not we're not chasing European football. We've pretty much got that in the bag in the league now. We didn't need to go for the Europa League. I was surprised that he went with such a strong team last night. I didn't think he needed to, quite frankly. And yeah, happy we've gone out. I don't know if you share the same sentiments, uh, Naeem. I know there was a lot of disappointed Arsenal fans last night. I don't really know why. Just you know, getting their um, getting their two pence in. But what do you think, Naeem? Yeah, I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's basically obviously obviously when you start the season, and obviously I know objectives change. You know, obviously most people said top four in Europa. Obviously, we, we're going to comfortably get top four anyway, hopefully win the league. I just, I, the performance just wasn't really great last night. Um, Obviously, in Europe, we well, we haven't won a European trophy in, what, nearly 30 years. And I thought, thought we might as well have a good go at it. But obviously, with our squad, it's, it's not the greatest because you, know, you take a few players out of the team and then you see how you see the difference. The midfield was... Well, yeah, the midfield was was terrible last. Well, the whole team was pretty much terrible last night. The only one, only player that that had a decent game was Gabriel. He, uh, he he was pretty strong. Obviously, the game didn't go too well. Obviously, with obviously making two troubleshoots due to injury, but yeah, it's obviously a trophy we've never won, and you know, obviously we got to got to a final a couple of years ago, got battered by Chelsea, but you know, the, the yeah the performance yeah this kind of let me down. It just I know this just kind of didn't seem like they really wanted it. Obviously, if we do go on to win the league, then that'll be great because obviously it's still a trophy and we'll be back in the Champions League again. But you know, if we if we are in the Champions League next season, you know, we got to we got to perform better than that because the caliber of teams are going to be much better than what you play in the Europa League. So I was disappointed that we went out and obviously we went all the way to penalties. But in the end, the sport in Lisbon, they kind of did really deserve. To win it um on the night really um first half we did play quite well you know we had a few chances then the second half they they pretty much upped their game had a few good few good chances a great goal from Goncalves you know watching the game literally looked down for one second looked tough and then saw the goal with going in there I was wondering how it went in but you know, obviously, in the modern day, obviously, goalkeepers, they're pretty much always off their line, you know, because they're always playing out from the back. But, yeah, all in all, I am disappointed. But, you know, yeah, we just got to go and win that league now. And, obviously, with Man City, they're still in the FA Cup, still in the Champions League. So, that's extra games for them, which should hopefully work in our favour. Um, hopefully, we don't get any more injuries. Hopefully, Saliba isn't out for too long. But, yeah, um. I'm disappointed, but yeah, if we go on to win the league, then I, I won't really care too much. But yeah, we just have to go and win the league now, otherwise, it will be a it will be an unsuccessful season, in my opinion, without any trophies again. So, yeah, that's my take on it. Um, yeah, I, I can see your I can see your your points as well, though. Um, because yeah, obviously we haven't got the squad any squad depth really, have we? Um, the the fringe the fringe players that we have when they do come in. Y- y- where they don't really get much game time in the Premier League either. When when they're called upon in these sort of competitions, you can't really expect too much because their game time has been limited. But 
yeah, I'm disappointed, but yeah, just gotta just gotta bounce back and beat Palace, who are obviously now managerless. Yeah, um, I do take a point in terms of not with you know not winning a, a European trophy. Um, I do get that. The thing is, you can't win either way because if you win mm. the Europa League, you know you're you're almost bantered for it by rival fans who, yeah. you know, who call it you know the Mickey Mouse version of the Champions League and whatnot. And if you go out of it, you know you you know it's embarrassing and all of this. So either way, you can't win. I do agree. I was disappointed with some of some of the performances, especially from some of the lads who haven't been playing um, much football. I thought Fabio Vieira was quite weak in yeah. In the centre of midfield, he was getting knocked off the ball and whatnot. But then again, we saw we saw that saw that a little bit with with Martinelli when he first came to the club. Mm. You know, he's he's bulked up a lot since he's joined, and I think the same will be asked of Vieira. He needs to definitely work on his um his strength because you know he gets knocked off the ball way too easily and can 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 almost disappear as well in um large periods of the game. And yeah, I felt Ramsdale probably could have done a little bit better with the goal. It was a great goal. I felt he could have done better in the shootout as well. He guessed guessed the right way with some of them, but just couldn't get get to a couple. And um, I think they just looked tired towards the end. Mm. And you know, it's been it's been a long season up until now, in terms of um, what we're doing in the league. And yeah, for me, it's just it's just you know we've said they've already said it. It's eleven finals for us. You know, they they we got eleven massive massive games. And if it was the Champions League, you know, it's for me it's a different story. But the Europa League, it's not a competition I care care about. I couldn't care if we won it. If there were so so many weak teams left in the competition, you know, I could I could understand going for it. But you know, you've got some big teams left in it. You you know, we would have had you know Juventus in the next round, who um starting to hit a bit of form now. They wouldn't have been an easy two games to play. You've still got Man United in it, who are who are playing well so there's some there's some tricky teams in that competition so I don't think it would have been uh, a straightforward route to the final either way and yeah I'm just uh, not bothered also if there's any sporting fans listening I apologise for Naeem's blasphemy he um he referred to you as Sporting Lisbon I know, I know that's oh, yeah. not yeah my bad <laughs> we've been we've been brutalised for, for this before and um yeah, we do apologise anyway for that one. Um, <laughs> in terms of the other Europa League um, teams that made it through to the last eight, Man United being one of them, comfortably saw off Real Betis in, in both legs. Thought Betis were very disappointing. Sevilla also made it through, as most people expected in this competition. Mm-hmm. Feyenoord were probably the most impressive. They put seven past Shakhtar Metsk. Which uh, great performance from from the Dutch seed, um, who could very well be a surprise package going into the last eight. Shabby uh, Alonso's by Leverkusen made it through. Roma sneaked through, weren't really impressive. And Union Saint Gilles, who came back from a three-three first leg against Union Berlin to win three 0 at home, and they made it through as well, which is a huge result for that club as well. And fair play to them, but. In terms of the the last eight in that competition, Andy, is there any that stand out for you? Do you think it's a straight short shootout for Man United and Juventus, or could you see one of the other clubs uh, possibly making a difference? 
Yeah, I think, of course, they're, them two are the biggest, strongest teams. I think, you know, that was my tip for the final before they didn't now, now play each other in the final. Um, obviously, from no shock that I'll be cheering on Bayer Leverkusen out of all the teams left for the uh, Xavi Alonso factor. But I think that, I think Sevilla, a team that not to be missed because, you know, everyone knows their history, particularly the last 10, 15 years in this tournament. And I think that Manu, they showed it against Liverpool that they can have these off days. So I think that that's a potential banana slip for them. I don't see Sporting Lisbon going anywhere near. I think Juventus, I think Juventus will win that game comfortably. Um, and then I think I've not watched really anything of Union St. Galois or you know, all the Leverkusen, Feyenoord or Roma. So I think that, you know, from a outside looking in, of course, Roma, who won the Conference League last year, that's a team I would pick from that side of the draw because Mourinho, he's won two Europa Leagues, two Champions Leagues and a Conference League as well. So he knows how to win in Europe despite his time at Chelsea. Um, so I think that despite getting, getting seven goals, I'd love to see Feyenoord make the final if it isn't Leverkusen. But yeah, I do think we could see a Mourinho derby, but I think most likely it will be a potentially a Juve-Roma final because I think that Juve, all I mentioned two weeks ago, whatever it was, that I think that they'd be a team that, you know, the back there, as against them mentality in the sense that you know, they had the points deduction, that they had a great defensive record before the points deduction as well. You know, they still got some great players in this team and really they would be, I think, second in the league if it wasn't for this points deduction or maybe third. So, yeah, they're certainly a good team. I think if you've got Allegri, I think that you're certainly a team that's going to compete. And maybe my pick, I think I'd have them above Man U um, by some bit. But I think that what Ten Hag done this last year, I think he's proved that he's a great manager. And I think that, you know, he got the Ajax team to the Europa League semi-final. So he knows how to do well in Europe as well. So, yeah, I think we could see a great Europa League, but I think that, yeah, I think if Juve aren't in the final, I'll be incredibly shocked. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. I think it will also be interesting if um, if United and Juve both get through, because obviously they'll face each other. Then in the semis, we could see the return of Paul Pogba. Obviously, me and Andy mentioned him this week on uh, on the usual podcast and, you know, the disasters of a, of a season that he's had really but that would be a a major story if he was to be back fit for those two legs and came on to make a, a difference in either one um, I could imagine the meltdown on Twitter if he was to score a, a last minute penalty at Old Trafford to, to knock him out that would be poetic justice and uh, you could imagine the face on Graham Sooners as well Um <laughs> In terms of the rest of the teams, like I say, it's it's definitely an opportunity. A Roma Juve final would be would be glorious just for me as as a Serie A fan. I would love nothing more than than to see that. Um, but I, I do think it's unlikely. I think Roma are just not consistently good enough right now to get there. But they've got Paolo Dybala in the team who can who can make a difference. Quality player technically brilliant and it can pull a pull a magical goal just out out of nowhere really so um yeah I, I, it's, I think it's hard to look past any team really at the moment and I disagree on sport and I think they looked very very good against us and they're starting to pick up some form as well over the last month and if they can uh, keep their their best first team 11 together they're going to be a difficult team um to get past and it's not going to be an easy couple of legs for the Juve, who, who don't do well, actually, in Portugal. You know, 
wasn't meant that long ago that Porto uh, knocked them out of the Champions League over there as well. So I think we're uh, we're in in for some very interesting games um, for the Europa League, really. And uh, going on now to the Europa Conference League, looking at the uh, the last sort of eight teams there as well. I think that's another competition really up for grabs. It's a European trophy up for grabs. And looking at the major teams left in it, you've got Fiorentina, West Ham, of course, um, Anderlecht, AZ Alkmaar, Nice. Um, I, it's hard really because if West Ham were in better form, you'd, you'd, you know, it'd be hard to get away from them. But they're in a relegation fight at the moment. And I'd have to say, I think my favourites at the moment are probably Fiorentina because they've been in really, really good form lately. And uh, they've got some dangerous players and they've not really got much to go for in, in Serie A. So they, they, they can throw everything at this competition. And um, I believe they're away um, to Lecce Poznan as well in the, in the quarterfinals. So um, I'm not sure their path, I don't know who they face in the, in the semifinals, but... I would fancy them against any of the other teams, really. Um, nice on their day can do something. They've got some, they've got some quality players in their team. So for me, I think it's probably at the moment between Fiorentina and Nice, maybe West Ham if they sort their form out. Uh, do you two agree with that, or do you feel like there's a there's an outstanding candidate there? Yeah, I mean, um, you mentioned Nice, of course. They beat Marseille away from home this season in in recent in on early February, end of Feb they beat Monaco three 0 away from home. So their team capable of these you know, of these big wins, and um, I think they even got a draw against Spurs. I know that's not a team that you know you guys like mentioning, but um, but yeah, I think they're certainly a team that has shown this season that they they're capable of you know of these big wins. You know, people like you know they've got people like Casas Michael on their team, Aaron Ramsey, Pepe's come back now. I think he's. I don't know how he's done, but I can't. I can imagine much better than he did in Arsenal. So I think Nice, me, I think a team that I certainly would look out for. Um, I've not I've, again. I've not received much of Anderlecht or Alkmaar. Um, you know, West Ham. I think that could be a severe factor where you know they sort of almost use it as a distraction from their league form and they perform much better in Europe. So I think that yeah, I can see him beating Ghent, and then you know I think they're playing. I think I believe it's um. I believe it's one of Nice or Basel in the semi-finals. I think that I think there's potential for you know West Ham to do well in Europe again. But I think that I would probably have a Fiorentina Nice final as it stands. I think that Lake Poznan. I think that you know I'm not sure if they're real there, but they got much hopes in it in this round. So yeah, I believe that West Ham could shock people, same as Basel. But I think I can see it being a Nice uh, Fiorentina final. Yeah. Um... I'll tell you, yeah, West Ham, they probably have an outside chance. You obviously aren't, I know they're in a relegation dogfight, but you know, you know, obviously they could win a European trophy. I don't think they've, don't think they've ever done that in their history. Um, but I don't know. Maybe their main focus might be to sustain the league because the prize money from this tournament can't be too much. But yeah, the strongest teams left out there was obviously Fiorentina and Nice. So yeah, my money would probably be on one of them two to. Go on and win it, but yeah, you just never know. West Ham really. Um, I think they've won all their games in this tournament. Uh, compared to 
think they've won eight games in this tournament and they've only won six in the league. So a bit of a crazy, crazy stat that. But yeah, um I, I thought I thought Villarreal would have went through, maybe Lazio as well, there because they're, they're they're pretty decent teams, but obviously they didn't go out, go through in the end. But yeah, this with this competition, anyone can win it, win it really. Um there's not really any, any real real favourites, but yeah, I'll probably probably go yeah either Fiorentina or Nice um, as yeah they're the strongest teams in there. But obviously there's 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 still two Belgium teams in there, so you just you just never know. But yeah, obviously this obviously the second season of this tournament, so yeah, be be yeah be good to see see who goes through now. But yeah, I'll go with Fiorentina and Nice are my favourites. Do you guys think there's an element of um you know like we I think with West Ham particularly severe also that almost is a thing like if you get if you go down at least we've got this one moment to look back on. I mean I can think of Wigan um back in the day of course they got relegated the same week as they won the FA Cup and I think that fans I think that's a memory they have for a lifetime winning the FA Cup and I think that particularly West Ham more than Severe but maybe Severe as well they might think even though we might go down here if we can win the conference league particularly West Ham I think that they will look back at that with, obviously that'll be a memory they'll have forever and they could always say they're the team that won the Conference League so I think there's an element at West Ham I can see West Ham still going for it even if even if they are in a badly relegation I think that I think that we could see them potentially still um, do well in this um, in this tournament Yeah I agree um, yeah like you said they're not really known for winning trophies are they so you know if they do go down at least they've at least they've won a trophy and then yeah they'll be in the Europa League if they go down to um, the Champions Championship and with Sevilla, I think they'll have enough to stay up in the league, um, because the worst teams in the league. But yeah, they they got a pedigree in that um in the Europa League, haven't they? So yeah, I agree. I think you know they'll they'll enjoy it, even though they might go down. Yeah, without a doubt, I think it'd be interesting to ask the West Ham fans as well, which they would prefer if 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 they were given the choice. And who knows, they may they may do both. They may stay in the Premier League and go on to win the Conference League yet. Yeah. Um, we don't know. It's been a crazy season up to now and there's still many twists and turns yet to come. And Yeah, who knows? Um, that does just about do us for this week's podcast. Um, we will be back for the next round of European fixtures, which will be after the international break. So I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast and I hope you'll tune in once again in a few weeks' time. But thank you all for listening and we'll see you all very soon.